It's Ty. And it's V. And this is Cause I Said So. Hey guys, we are coming back to you. It is March 1st officially. It is about to be spring in a couple of days. Thank you, Lord. I know. I'm like so over this winter time. <laughs> like little snowstorms. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out my spring outfits. Dresses. I'm all about the dresses mm-hmm. as I'm like trying to lose weight again. I'm about to start this journey again. <laughs> you too? <laughs> I mean, it's the summer is coming up. What am the I summer, supposed to do? The summer lose is, 10 pounds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be real. The summer is coming up and not even just the summer is coming up, but also like I just want to be healthy again. I just want to look cute. I absolutely want to look cute, yeah. like in all honesty. Yeah, I want to look cute. I mean, of course, I strive. <laughs> if to I'm being be vain, healthy, right? Like I want to look cute. If I'm being honest, yeah, I want to look cute in my clothes again. And right now, I don't feel like I look cute in my clothes. Occasionally, occasionally, I feel like I do. And no one wants to wear spanks in the summer. No, because mad hot and sweaty. Very, very. So yeah. So I'm trying to get my life back together. So I'm happy for spring. Mm-hmm. I just started going back to the gym. And definitely about to amp up eating right and cutting out sugar. I was hearing some people say like you can go on a detox from sugar because sugar is so addictive. They said it's like just as addictive as cocaine. It makes sense because everything has sugar in it. A- absolutely everything has sugar mm, in it. Everything has sugar, but. Even things that are savory. Yeah. I wonder how much sugar this has. The hummus. Yeah, like sincerely. I bet you those chips have mad sugar. The pita chips. They probably do. Doesn't say anything about... No, it doesn't say sugar. Sodium. It's a lot of salt. Um, But, yeah. And, and I mean, it's not natural sugar. It's just, you know, additives. Right. So I can see, like, the fruit has natural sugar. That's different. Right. Um, But, yeah. It's out there. I know I got my little candy for my um snacks during the week. <laughs> So, yeah, sorry, kind of went off on a tangent, but I'm excited about the weather breaking, about it being nice, and just about being able to enjoy life more outside. Yeah. I like the outdoors. I love nature. So, for me, being able to go outside, that's a part of my Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-care routine. And as you all know, self-care is definitely essential for us. So, what are we talking about today, V? So, this week's episode is going to be on setting boundaries in relationships and so i think the boundaries we're going to focus on more and it can be like you know with your family with your friends but i think is even like work right work boundaries or like boss colleague boundaries which is a relationship too that's a, that's a relationship. We're going to table that one. All right. Well, yeah, that's an outside <laughs> conversation. But yeah, so setting boundaries in relationships because I think that they're crucial, but we don't always know how to do it in a way that makes it seem like it's okay right. with our family, with our friends, um, and in our relationships. So we're going to talk about that. Hmm. So I'm going to be like completely honest. I've really, like I've just started setting boundaries mm-hmm. But it definitely has been hard for me. I have not been mm-hmm. able to like really set boundaries mm-hmm. in the past. It's hard. It's very hard it's for very me. Very hard. Yep. It's and, hard. And to also like understand when people mm-hmm. have set boundaries, mm-hmm. and then to respect those boundaries that they set. 
I can definitely remember being single Mm -hmm. and when, you know, you and your husband, Mm -hmm. you know, before you guys got married, but you all were building a life together Mm -hmm. and there was a bit of jealousy, you know, I'm like, dang, like I'm put on a back burner. I used to come to your apartment all the time. (laughs) So we used to spend a night, we used to go out. Yep, exactly. And then it was like, Mm -hmm. things had changed. And then I had to adapt to that change. And then when you all had your son, Mm -hmm. it was like things had changed again, even more so. So, you know, like just understanding that Mm -hmm. and and realizing that it wasn't that I no longer had a place in your life. Mm -hmm. It was just that your roles had changed. And so you had to set up certain Mm -hmm. boundaries because now you're your most important things mm-hmm. that you had to prioritize was, you know, this, your partner, your, your child, your family, mm-hmm. your immediate family. Yeah. And although I'm a part of your like expanded family, mm-hmm. I had to, I had to fall in line, mm-hmm. so to speak. <laughs> so, you know, that was, that was difficult for me, but I didn't understand it until mm-hmm. I also became mom. That, that was a long time after. That was a long <laughs> time after. <laughs> So yeah, what I dealt with that for like five years. <laughs> but you know, it's also even um, it's also even a difficult conversation to have. It is right. It is because you have to come to the understanding that your life has changed. Yeah, and so you have to now set boundaries with the people that you're closest with. Yeah, um, because things have changed, and so I think like um, out so like um. Cause I was used to just popping up a child. Yes, and you can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, but like I think even like when it's like your family or your friends, and so I think that transition. I like so. Let me go back. So I think a lot of times when people are married, mm-hmm. they tend to not distance themselves, but their relationship with their single friends mm-hmm. changes. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it's better when you have a real conversation. I thought your glass is empty, child. When you have a real conversation with your friend about it. Mm-hmm. So that you're on the same page at the bare minimum. Because sometimes maybe they don't understand, right? Right. I think um, it's hard to have the difficult conversations with people that you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless you even have the basic one, then they're, they're going to be hurt. Because right. they're not going to understand um what changes you know i think like i was saying to you like you really cannot call my house after 6 30 right and it wasn't like i don't want to talk to you mm-hmm. but after 6 30 you know i got i'm doing this this child give it a bath you know pooped <laughs> on something you know like it's right it's totally different right and so for me i started and so i set those boundaries i guess even for myself and then it's pros mm-hmm. and cons to doing that but that helped me to i think be more of a like Tom conscientious scheduler type of person in like my, my family life, but it is I think it's hard in both situations, but it makes it easier when you have the conversation versus when you don't. Right. I think a lot of times people don't have the conversation because they don't know, you don't know, and it, everything is just lost in translation. It's just like we were saying before. Who knows how to be a parent? Right. You know, people assume that you know this is going to happen after you have a child or after you're married. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. Right. You have no clue. No one tells you anything. So even having that conversation like, hey, this is going to change, mm-hmm. you know, so on and so forth can be helpful, um, even if it's hurtful. Right. You know? And 
actually, uh, I want to read a quote. So Brene Brown, who I love, uh, she actually has a quote here. It says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves Mm -hmm. even when we risk disappointing others. So I think that speaks to what you Mm -hmm. just said. So even if it's going to like necessarily hurt someone, Mm -hmm. it's still a necessary conversation that you Mm -hmm. have to have. And I don't think we had that Mm -hmm. like in the beginning, we didn't really have like Mm -hmm. the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of speaks to what we do as people, Mm -hmm. like as humans, like we build up these either like expectations, like people like you should just automatically know, you know what I mean? Like people don't automatically know. And they don't, they don't automatically Mm -hmm. know. And that's where I was. I didn't automatically know. (laughs) And, And so my feelings was hurt. And I don't know. It was just a, it was a weird, it was a weird place until we had the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then I had to get it, even Mm -hmm. though I still may not have completely understood it Mm -hmm. at that moment. I had to respect it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, how has it been for you? Like in, in, in other, in other areas? Oh, you gotta be more specific. I told you I'm drinking this wine. You drinking the wine. <laughs> so in terms of setting boundaries mm-hmm. in your friendships mm-hmm. or like family uh, relationships, how have you been able to set those boundaries, or what have what were some of the either roadblocks or one of the hardest relationships where you had to set boundaries? Um, I think the hardest relationship that I had to set boundaries with was you, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, because I, I felt like you understood it and respected it, but you still had challenges. So I could mm-hmm. tell. And it was also a challenge for me to be able to balance, you know, my relationship with my then boyfriend, you know, us having starting family and then our relationship. I wanted it all to work. Mm-hmm. And so um, I probably could have managed it better because I just let you be you. Like, I, you know, I'm a, I don't mm-hmm. I don't like to change people. I let yeah. people be them. Yeah. And I love them for them. That's good, bad, or ugly. Right. Yeah. And so I probably could have managed your like interloping relationship better but i just like hey i was like let them be adults you know what i mean yeah because for a while me (laughs) and your husband we (laughs) butted heads yes and and it probably was honestly if i'm reflective um because we didn't have maybe a better conversation about it Mm -hmm. um because it's because it is it's like all right now this person is coming in and not replacing you but you it feels like a replacement let's just be honest yes right and so i could have managed that better but i didn't know you Mm -hmm. know i just was like ah figure it out and or we're just gonna make it work to the best of our ability Mm -hmm. you know um, but I think um, even now, though, as I think about it further, I think about this one friendship that I have with one of my friends from high school who I love. And he is always calling me. So I'm like, oh, you don't answer the phone. You too busy. And I'm like, look, yes, I am. <laughs> I am. And so the best time for you to talk to me is when mm-hmm. I'm in the car coming home from work. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you're not going to catch me because it like during the day, you cannot talk to me on the phone. You used to be able to. Yeah. Now you cannot. And because I don't have service, but I just don't have the time. I don't even take my phone in the building anymore. Mm. I leave it in my office. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have to say to him over and over, like, look, it's not about you. 
I'm busy. Yeah. Oh, you doing this? You cooking organic foods? I had to go in on him. <laughs> he I said did. you was cooking organic food. Child, I had to go in on him. <laughs> so I was like, listen, you <laughs> Negroes, no. So I think that was somewhat challenging to manage. Mm-hmm. I'm managing it. It's not past tense. Mm-hmm. Because your life and your relationships do change. And people do get accustomed to relying on you in certain capacities and that's okay but they then have to be respectful that stuff changes right that's all you know your relationship doesn't have to change so i have like my one college roommate from undergrad i could pick up the phone and talk to her just like i had never not seen her for a year and a half like sincerely could Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times you see like quotes and people say oh those are real friendships they may be Mm -hmm. i think that in the case of this person it definitely is but that's true. Like, she's busy. I'm busy. I'm not like, oh, she has just forgotten about me. Right. I'm okay. But a lot of people aren't like that. Most people aren't like that. Mm-hmm. I think back to one time my godmother had said to me, oh, you know, you still have to have your friends. I know you have your family, so on and so forth. So I heard her and I listened to it as well. I still am trying to figure out how that works for me or not. Because mm-hmm. I think like, dang, do I have any like girlfriends like that anymore? And I'm like, no, not as much. Mm-hmm. But like my circle has definitely gotten smaller and I'm wondering if that is because of me, boundaries. I don't know. I'll figure it out one day if I think about it harder. Um, but all this to say, yes, I have had several challenges with people and boundaries. If I think of, not challenges, but mm-hmm. I can see like three in my mind co- concretely. Two, you know, we're friends. We're able to talk about it and figure it out. I think one is another one Well, I'm just not going to be able to figure it out. I think it went from a conversation on boundaries that I shouldn't have been having, but did because Mm -hmm. that's the type of person that I am to um, animus, but Mm -hmm. I can't control that because it's not me. Right. Yeah. So so you can only control what you can control. That's the truth. Yeah. That is the truth. So what about you? So you said you learned more, understood more (sighs) about boundaries as you, you know, had your husband and your own child. So tell us more about that. So I would say the most challenging uh, situations that I've had in terms of boundaries has been surrounded around family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like my friends are cool. Like I haven't, (laughs) they're cool. cool. Like I haven't had any like major challenges around that. Um, It's just, it has been family in the sense of, wanting me to come and travel Mm. down for like family activities, but not on a, like a time or a day that is like conducive to my family schedule. Understood. And then, you know, then I feel bad. And then it's like, Oh, well we didn't invite you because you don't come to anything anyway, or things like that. But I'm like, if you're going to have something for, for family, do it on Saturday. Do you have any events during the week? No. Well, on Sunday. And so, like, Sunday mm-hmm. is essentially, like, my family day. Exactly. And when, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. Sunday at home was family day, too. Okay. You know what I mean? So, I guess they're choosing Sundays because... Why not Saturday? Sunday, like, you got to go to work the next day. Right. But, I don't know. When I'm thinking back, right? Mm-hmm. 
Sunday was a day like we all cooked dinner. Okay. We all got together. Mm-hmm. We did something with the family. But you were also in close proximity. Exactly. We were all in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> or down the street different. and around the corner from yeah, each so other. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like now everybody has their own lives, mm-hmm. their own little immediate families. And sometimes Sundays are still suggested. So I've been finding myself having to speak up and advocate for it not to be on Sunday, but still saying, hey guys, I want to be involved. I do want to spend that time with you guys, but just not on Sunday because that is my day of like rest, relaxation, get ready for the week, exactly. prepare uh, my daughter's clothes, yep. wash clothes, do exactly. whatever I got to do for the week. So Sundays are off limits. So I've set that boundary now. Mm-hmm. So now when events are being planned, I haven't really heard anybody say a Sunday anymore. So they've been respectful of your boundaries and or like if it has to be on a Sunday for whatever reasons, then they don't feel like, oh, you never come to the events. Right. Right. Because now you say, hey, this is my family day. And so it's hard for me to come on every Sunday. Right. Which makes sense. Yeah. Somebody's still going to be mad, but you can't do nothing about that. Yeah. That's the truth. You can't. You can't. And then, I don't know, what I'm thinking also about boundaries, I guess the only other um, boundary that I would say, or not boundaries, but the only other challenge that I was having in terms of outside relationships was probably with um, my brother-in-law. Okay. But this was when, but this was before we got married, right? So this is when we were like dating and we're in a much better place right now. That's great. A super much better place. Like that's my bro. Mm-hmm. But when <laughs> but when my husband and I were dating, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I would have to say, listen, like first of all, <laughs> if you live in New York, you know like space is tight. Yeah. Everybody's like living in an apartment. They've got roommates or whatever. And my husband was roommates with his brother, mm-hmm. but they lived in a studio apartment. That's roommates. So, so like literally roommates, because it was literally, one literally room. roommates, one room. Yeah. <laughs> like my husband had a bed. Uh, like his, I know, like men bachelor pads, mm-hmm. and um, you know they had a pullout or whatever. So like my brother in law, he was on the pullout. But, I mean, my husband, he just went to work, came home, and the same thing. So, they made it work for them. Yeah. You know, it, it, it wasn't, like, a bad situation for them at all. It worked for them. But then you introduce a girlfriend into the mix. Then you got spatial issues. Then you have privacy spatial issues, issues privacy issues. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm coming over there every weekend. And I do not want to see you. Right. And I did not want to see. <laughs> exactly. Like, I wanted to, like. Yep. Have sex with my boyfriend. <laughs> and not with the brother watching. Exactly. Favorite. Like being honest and being yeah. completely transparent. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, don't you got a place to go? Like, don't you got a girlfriend or something? Like, oh my Child, goodness. He go. And he was so just like broke. here playing video games. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. He's like, I ain't looking at y'all. So we would go out on dates, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then we would come back. And then sometimes they, 
like arrange things, yeah. go code, I guess. You it's know? like having your roommate in college. In college, exactly. Yeah, you had to make it work. And that's exactly how it felt. Yep, you had to Like make it I was work. back on the like on the dorm on the campus. Shut that's exactly how I felt. That is but um, you know, they they made it work for a while and then we ended up moving into our own place together. Mm-hmm. And so after that, there were <laughs> There was no more challenge. It wasn't, it, was, it wasn't a spatial right. boundary that was being, you know. Right. And that honestly was the cause of our conflict. The space issue. The space issue. Yep. And it was just, I was invading his space. Mm. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the outsider coming in. Like, that's mm-hmm. his apartment. Mm-hmm. That's where he lived. Mm-hmm. So, here I am talking about. Why can't you go somewhere? When it's like, who are you? Who are you? And you may not, not being funny, but like, yo, you might not be here in a month, so you need to kick rocks. Right, exactly. Real talk. Exactly. That's the truth. Exactly. I I can understand, but it's Bro code, right? My husband's (laughs) bro code all the time. Yeah, but it's conversations. And then it's just like, when you don't know the person, Uh that conversation is not a conversation that I can have with you. Right. Right? It is going to be different. It's like, yo, this is what it is. Right. I don't know you. I care less about you. And it's what it is. Right. <laughs> you know? And so that's hard. I think and, it's hard. And I think that's because of what you said earlier, which mm-hmm. was, I think you said you had a conversation about boundaries and you feel like you shouldn't have. Yep. And, I should not. And I yep. should not I have had you. that conversation with my brother-in-law. I should not have had that conversation with that person. It was for his brother to do, right. not me. Exactly. But because we are who we are, it's going to be a conversation that's had because we're not going to not have it. Right, exactly. Yep. And then that causes a conflict. And then so they had a, they mm-hmm. ended up having a conversation mm-hmm. and then it ended up becoming I wasn't coming over there as often, mm-hmm. which then put a strain on my husband and I relationship yep. at that time. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, I was only coming over there every two weeks. But yeah. then he was never coming to Jersey. So I didn't. It wasn't working. Yeah, out. I'm like, okay. This is not, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not conducive. Yeah. Like, I'm only seeing you, like, once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I can't. So then we started looking into other options. And that's when we decided to move in together. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that worked for us. Mm-hmm. And when my, when my brother-in-law and I actually talked about it, we realized now how did you how did you come to talking about it because you know it had been the mm-hmm. past transgressions where it was just like nah so how did you get to the point where you actually both were able to talk about it because i feel like you're able to talk about things yes. right yeah i don't know him to know that he's that way or mm-hmm. not so how did you get to that point hmm i gotta think about this um but that's, that's i know crucial. it came it came it definitely came to a head mm-hmm. and you know me you know my mouth So I was always saying, and like, I had to apologize to him because I was always saying like off the hook, kind (laughs) of like little side, you know what I mean? Like little side comments. Like, (laughs) I don't even remember what I said, but I just know. Yeah, I was, I was definitely coming for him Mm -hmm. because I was being passive aggressive and I, and I just wanted him to go so that I could spend time with Mm -hmm. my husband or my boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. It wasn't even really about him. It was about my need or desire to spend time with my partner mm-hmm. and wanting to use that space. Yeah, and he, him being in the way, essentially. Right, right. Yeah. And so, Literally in the way. And I didn't understand his side until we had that talk. Mm-hmm. And that's when he broke it down for me like, yo, 
this is my apartment. Like, this was my apartment before you got here. Like, it's going to be my apartment when you leave, which I it is. It's still his apartment. I'm going to be quiet, too, because, you know, I'll be having these things to say. Sorry, bro. But, I mean, he lived there. You know what I mean? Like, he lived there. So, <laughs> that was his living space. For sure. And I understand. I, yeah, and I, understand. I was coming in yep. and, like, disrupting exactly. like, his who is space. You? Right. And he, mm-hmm. and he deserved... Hindsight being twenty twenty, he absolutely deserved the right to be comfortable in his own living space, and I was That's totally in point. the wrong. And I can say that and accept that. You're better than me. I, I see it with, I see with the it. way I was coming at him. Yeah, you know I, I see. I see exactly what you're saying. And again, that's why those conversations are crucial, right? And I think it's it would have been if he had not been adult enough to have the conversation with you, it would have never happened. Not to say that you weren't an adult, right? My, takes, my husband should have been the one to set no, the boundaries. You were totally. I am in 100% agreement yeah. with you. But my point of view, I guess, based on my own situation is, mm-hmm. I'm almost always willing to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably not going to be able to out-talk me. I can, we can agree to disagree. Um, mm-hmm. But he had to have been like, you know what? We just need to have a conversation with about about this. In order for the conversation to happen. Right. You both had to kind of be like, you know what? It is what it is. Let's talk about it and move forward. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If he hadn't been in that place, you wouldn't have been able to have a conversation. That's true. That was real and meaningful. Because right. not everyone is willing to have real conversations. They're hurtful. You they know? are hurtful. They're introspective. And I think people, people know how to dish it but can't take it, even in that sense. Mm-hmm. And all it is is being introspective, understanding where the person is coming from, and just moving from it. That's yeah. really all to strengthen your relationship. Like, how do you get to know him otherwise? You didn't know him. He didn't know you. Right. And so I was just basing <laughs> what you saw, what I saw, exactly. and just coming up with my own like assumption of who he was as a person, yep. which absolutely does not mm-hmm. make up who he actually is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I love you, brother-in-law, if you're listening to <laughs> And I'm happy we had that conversation. I'm glad you had the conversation too. But I'm glad you both were open open to having a real conversation. Because I think that's the part that's key. Um, when you're in your 30s, like have real conversations with people. Right. You know, it, it's helpful. It's not going to hurt you. It's not. It's, it's not. definitely it not. It can be hurtful, but you move through the hurt. Mm-hmm. And you get to the healing. Yeah. Yvonne's a little cousin. That's me. <laughs> Don't feel that, girl. <laughs> Now, in in talking about other relationship boundaries, so in terms of like being married or, or even just dating, right? What type of boundaries do you feel like you should have with your partner and or your spouse, like if you're married? Okay, let's go back to dating. Now, when you say okay, dating, dating, do you mean like boundaries for dating? Or not like, dating, like going on dates. I got boundaries for that. Not date. I mean, you can tell us whatever. Listen, you, but, you got real boundaries for that. So there's so there's dating, meaning you're going on dates, but you're not exclusive. Mm-hmm. And then there's like being in a relationship, yeah, which is sure. ex- exclusively dating one person. For sure. Absolutely. And then engaged, boundaries. of course, and married. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No. And so I think... Um, Dating boundaries should be standard. And and so I think that, not that I, yes, I'm married, but so what, right? Right. right. I don't, I don't, I don't want it to be like, oh, you're married. And so, you know, you feel like, you know, these things or you can talk down to women that aren't married. Here's the thing. I've been there. 
Yes. And I don't want to go back there. Yes. And so. Because it's hard. We I know. It's a I had boundaries or I had standards for dating that I did not move from. Period. And I'm hopeful. I think that the men that I was in those relationships with respected me enough to be like, all right, we good. Yeah. Or nah. And keep it moving. Right. But I had those boundaries. I had those standards. So that they knew what it was. And I didn't flex on them much. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what it so was. So what was one of like your like boundaries? <laughs> um, yeah, I was not really a Netflix and chill person. Like on a first date type thing. Mm-hmm. Like no way would you come into my house. Yeah, I think everybody's on that wave now. Like no, now. like you have to take me out on dates. You see that on that the women have been on, on that memes. wave for a while. Um, I don't think so. Not all women. Because that's why men know. thought that they could do it. I don't know if they was paying for these men or not. I'm not paying for these men. There's no way. <laughs> paying what? Paying on a date? Yeah, or going? What's it called? Dutch? I don't know. What oh, that is. oh, like um, splitting the bill? Yeah, I don't understand. I think I've done is. that like once in life, but oh, I think oh. I met like the guy online or something. So I was like, all right, whatever. Go on a date with a man and pay, child. That's sad. I probably didn't. I guess why that one guy. I've definitely pay. gone Dutch at least once. I don't remember, but so dating standards, whatever. So mm-hmm. I think in terms of like boundaries for. Your your relationship when you're like um, moved in or cohabitating or you know engaged or married, I think it's really again the conversation that you have with their significant other. But they're like standard boundaries, like no, you aren't texting other women inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. I don't think though, like if my husband texts you, it's mm-hmm. a big deal. Like yeah. I don't, I think that that you know what I mean. I'm not like, well, why are you text? I don't think that that's a big deal. But do you think that that's not a big deal because you know me? Yes. Definitely. I think even like if it's for business, mm-hmm. I really don't think it's because that's but the how do you know it's business. Level. So like I have a realtor, right? It's a female. Mm-hmm. If you text my realtor, it's for business. But you know that realtor. That's true. What if what if it's a random person at your husband's job, random woman at your husband's job, right? Is it his boss? Is it a colleague? A colleague. But you don't know this colleague. I still, I, I think it's still a stretch because you mm-hmm. have to be able to trust your significant other just like they trust you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that women are almost always more so in control of themselves than men. I hate to say that and sound sexist. Mm-hmm. I don't think that men aren't within control, but I wouldn't be like, you know what? You can't text your colleague. I think that that is, a, I think that that's stupid and it's ridiculous because then now I got to go text my colleague or email my colleague or receive a call and you mad. Mm. It's business. I don't. I'm not thinking twice about them. All right, Jamal, we need to do X, Y, and Z. All right, we good. Click. You know what I mm-hmm. mean. So I think if I have to do that and you are cool with it, why can't I? You, I be cool with you doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's appropriate. But like, no, you don't. You know, text other. It's certain things that's just like I given. I agree to that. Yeah. But within certain confines. Okay. I feel like time and place. Okay, so nine to five only? <laughs> maybe till like six. six, maybe seven. Yeah, so nothing after you. eight. I absolutely hear. Like, what are you texting me at ten thirty four? Yeah, like if you're if you're my if you're my boss, That's if valid. you're my husband's boss, if you're my husband's colleague, mm-hmm. I don't think you should be texting I'm him not at six attorney. in the morning. I'm not an attorney. Or mm-hmm. at. <laughs> Eight, anything after eight o'clock at night. I think that that's fair. And so, yeah. in the context of the conversation, I would not have thought that the person would be trying to call me after hours that yeah. late mm-hmm. and thought that it was appropriate because I'm not picking up. Who? Why are you calling my house? Are you crazy? I've definitely had conversations with my husband where someone had like called him 
at like 10 o'clock at night and it was a colleague. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I had to hit him with the beatbox. Like, <laughs> that thing was funny. So, you know, I had to figure that out and see what was going on because I don't agree with that. I feel like you should not be calling anybody that late at night. And so my husband hit me with the, oh, you're being insecure. It's work. I would say the same thing to you, child. You would have said the same thing? Mm -hmm. Well, then I guess I'm insecure then, but I just feel like. You don't need to contact somebody for work. No, I hear at you, that no. time. Or you know what? Since it's work, if you got to send something that late, it's on your mind. It could have been an email. It definitely can. And then you have a paper trail too. Right. So you know what I mean. So, but everyone is not professional. Everyone is not professional, <laughs> and, and everybody does not have the same intentions. That is true. So that is very true. Unfortunately, and that's what I try to explain to my husband is that. Yes, I have a level of trust with you. But I don't know these other people. I don't know these other people from mm-hmm. Adam. Mm-hmm. And I'm not putting nothing past them. That's facts. And you thinking somebody's intentions are pure because you're a nice guy. And men and are then, too. Yeah, They're exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you end up in a situation that you did not intend not for yourself impressed. to be in. You know what I mean? Shut <laughs> And now, you know, you got to bail me out of jail because I've been, you know, attempted murder on somebody. Don't attempt murder on these hoes. You're my friend and all my friends listening know. Don't attempt murder on these hoes. Till death do us part. Don't attempt murder on these hoes. I just can't. But I hear Everybody's got to go. Absolutely. Everybody's got to go. Her and him. Everybody's got to go. You will be a god mom mom. You have to take him a day. I'm going to take a challenge. You don't want to jail. Listen. Listen. I don't play. But I hear what you're saying about Mm -hmm. the boundaries. Because you do have to have those conversations. And people's lives automatically, like, organically change. Right. And so some friends get it. Some friends don't. Some colleagues get it. Some colleagues don't. And so you have to assert, like, hey, this isn't a confidence issue. Though they're going to make it seem like that. Because I would, too. I ain't going to lie. But... It's just a respect issue. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like this is respectful. So you have to hear my point of view and respect it. Because you want me to do the same for you. Mm-hmm. So nah, they should not be calling my house after 6.30. Period. And if they do, hey, allow me to pick up the phone to let them know that. Like, mm-hmm. hi, I'm sorry. You can send an email. Thanks. <laughs> you would tell them like that. You can send an email. Yep. Is it important? No, you you can send an email. Right? <laughs> you can send an email. <laughs> So that's loving yourself enough even at the at the risk of disappointing others, basically. Yeah, it is. I don't know if disappointing is the right word, though, because I don't feel like it's a disappointment. I think relationships change all the time, and people don't say a word. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but when you... It shouldn't be disappointment. Probably ends up being that way, but I, I don't know. The disappointment doesn't sound right to my ears. It doesn't sit well in my spirit. But, you know, I, I that's me. Other mm-hmm. people may feel different ways about it and, you know, that's that's absolutely fine. But those boundaries are important like in family relationships, mm-hmm. like um with your parents, yes. with your in-laws. Those yes. boundaries are important and you have to set them like, "Hey, I love you." But yeah, this is my family or this is my child. And so though I hear what you're saying, I think that you have a good point. When Yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I may not even have to say it to you. I'm just mm-hmm. not going to do it. 
Yeah. You know? I've definitely had to set boundaries. I mean, I've said before while you guys are listening on the podcast that my father lives with Mm -hmm. us. And so I've definitely had had to set boundaries in terms of how that looks Mm -hmm. and how his living with us like changes our family dynamic because it does because it absolutely does Mm -hmm. and i know that it affects my husband Mm -hmm. but he's like he's sweet he's very sweet about it Mm -hmm. and you know like he calls that his man 50 grand (laughs) (laughs) he does my man 50 grand my man like they they have a really like cute relationship Mm -hmm. but um i know that it affects him because my husband enjoys having his own personal space and like personal time. Yep. And so part of the reason why we were so excited about getting the condo was that it was a a duplex upstairs, downstairs Mm -hmm. situation. And with my father living with us, we don't have that space to now be able to have our own space within our own house. So like if you wanted to go downstairs and do whatever you could while he was upstairs is what you're saying. You don't right. have that space exactly. Anymore. I got you. Exactly. I understand. Because now your dad is there. Right. And so he in somebody's face. Right. And they don't have their own space. I got right. you. Right. I understand. And, and my husband for him Sorry, to be dad. happy, mm-hmm. he really needs that. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how I can help him to feel like he can have that. And I keep telling him like he can go to you know, the city and just have some time by himself because I know, but I know I would rather have him be happy than have him be miserable. I'm not talking about home. your husband. Oh, okay. I'm talking about your dad. Okay. Say what you got to okay. say. Come so on. Give my look, tough love. I'm, I'm looking at my watch because I do recall <laughs> a deadline being set. Yes. And so you have to be realistic about that. Yes. You do because, um, we on my third deadline. Exactly. <laughs> so you're on this third deadline. Right. And so it's not helping him. It's not. And I feel like I'm an enabler. You are. Oops, I love you, but it's the truth. You are enabling him while helping him. I don't want to kick him out, at least not in the dead of winter. All right, child. What does spring come? <laughs> spring is but coming. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. I absolutely hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, But... And I think that this is a challenge for families, you know, like I've heard my brother say to me, oh, you still have a family. And, you know, I heard someone else say, oh, only he only cares about you. And so it's hard, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I, I feel like um, in your case, you have done a lot. Um, so you got to got to figure it out and not go to a fifth deadline. Right. right. Because you went to a deadline, period. Right. In um, April, it'll be a year. So I don't, I don't know how that works because also it's a spa- it's a spatial challenge. Like you can't then go in your living room, kitchen area, and cook up. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. be comfortable. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's hard, but you have to do what's best for your family. Definitely, it is hard though. It is. It is. It is. And and my daughter loves her pop up so much. Yeah. So like if she comes in the house mm-hmm. and she don't see him right there, so yeah. if we open at that door, where pop up? Pop up no here. Yeah, that's exactly what she says. Yeah. And she's like holding up her hands, like mad confused. I mean, like, only if it was a basement, it could work out perfectly. <laughs> right. If I had yep. like a finished basement. Yep. So I hear you. I, I mean, I don't you. know. We're looking at moving anyway. Like yeah. I said on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. But we, but that's a long way off. Yeah, yeah. So he's been going to go find apartments. Um, Can he look for something? Is he looking for something nearby? He has found like a, a place nearby, mm-hmm. but I don't want him to just 
Go anywhere. Go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then my husband is like, well, I thought you said you wanted him to go. So then that's like starting a little contention too. Because it's mm-hmm. like, why do you care where he goes as long as he goes somewhere? Yeah. But I don't want him to be in a, you know, a, a bad situation. A bad situation. Or like with a slumlord. Yeah. Or in an environment where. Backsliding occurs. Backsliding. Exactly. I, I absolutely hear you. I, I I don't know. I think this is always a challenging conversation to have because he's an adult. He is. You an know adult. what I mean. I, so I don't know. I I don't know if I'm the best person to have the conversation with because it's like, um, and I say this to my husband: How can I help someone that's not helping themselves? Right. That's not fair. You know. It's not fair. And so it's I don't know. I don't know what the the right answer is. Mm-hmm. Um, but a boundary has to be set. And you're setting it and stepping over it. And so until you set a real boundary, it's going to continue to happen. He's going to be there for another year. I can't do that. <laughs> so you got to set a real boundary then, right? Yeah. And and you have to adhere to it because he's just following your lead. Because he's going to do what you allow him to do. I will do. This is true. This is true. Yeah. So it's about setting the boundary and mm-hmm. then being realistic about <clears throat> making sure that it's solid. Making sure that you feel like you have, you know... Said how you feel. The other person has said how they feel. And you're on the same line. Because if not, then you're going to have challenges. Not understanding or respecting the boundary. Mm-hmm. Not thinking that it's real. Right. And just doing whatever. Doing whatever you want to do. Or somebody is feeling some type of way. And they are building up resentment for the other person. This is true. Yep. Okay. So I think this is a great time for us to take a letter from one of our listeners so just listen up all right so v can you just pick a letter out of the inbox and let us know what the people want to hear okay so here's an interesting one it says dear ty and v i've been dating my boyfriend for six years we have a child together and we recently got engaged congratulations hey congratulations girl i love him to death but i can't stand his female friendships he works with all women and sometimes goes out with colleagues one-on-one last week i went away for the weekend with my friends and our daughter was at her grandma's house when i called my fiance to check in he didn't answer the phone When I talked to him later that night, he said he was at a concert with a colleague. I was very angry. He said I was overreacting and it was nothing. I felt like that was not a boundary he should have crossed. Am I reacting or reaching? Please help. Okay, so let's go back. I got to (laughs) look. Wait a minute. I'm like, wait, what? So that's a fiance? Yes. I got to dissect this. Okay. (laughs) I love him to death, but I can't stand his female friendships. I can relate. He works with all women and sometimes goes out with colleagues one-on-one. Now, okay. If all his colleagues are females, then I understand why he has a relationship with them. In all honesty, Mm -hmm. all of them are females. Now, I do believe in work relationships, Mm -hmm. which means after I leave work, you ain't my friend really like that unless I have made you like my work BFF. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um. Now, does he have a job where networking with colleagues is mandatory? If it is, right, can you really say something that you gotta like politics? Yeah, Yeah. but it's not just politics. I think that some people feel like in their careers to get ahead, they have to network. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
That's the question, right? Is mm-hmm. he in an industry where networking is like mandatory to go to the next level and it's a whole bunch of women? That's challenging to navigate. If it's not, okay. What does it say? Hold on. One on one. Who else there? Do you, does the person know that they're going? I mean, so I have these questions. Again. So she's saying it's just it's just her her fiance and now I have a challenge a with that. So I have a challenge if it's her fiance and just a colleague. I would be more comfortable if it was a group of people, even yeah, if it was too. a group of women, mm-hmm. and I knew where you were when you got there and when you was bringing your ass home. Simple for me. I would also want to know who they are. That's just me. Yeah. I know I'm a little bit extra. I, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I feel like they need to know who I am, if anything. That's better. That's what I feel like. I think that that's a better... Like, they have to know yeah. that you have this person, so they need to not try it. Though, thoughts will try it. Last... But... That thoughts are going to try it. So you can't have any stake in a thought. Got to have more stake in your significant other. Yeah, so last things, things happen on the job often. Well, listen, because these people, you're with people from the job frequently. Right. So, okay. So last week I went away for the weekend with my friends. Okay. So you went away on the weekend. What's the problem? Right. And went. my daughter was at my grandma's. When I called my fiance to check in, he didn't answer the phone. That's a challenge. Why are you not answering the phone? Yeah, I don't do that. When I talked to him later that night, he said he was at a concert with a colleague. That's a no. You're not going to a concert with a colleague. You know, already established that they're all women. Why? What con- What the hell are you at? The First Joe of all, concert? who is this colleague? What the hell are you at? <laughs> Method Man or Joe? Because those two different type of co- um, concerts. <laughs> My but, husband, no. I would have been like, uh, colleague who? But if you are out with your friends, why can't this person be out with their friends? That that Because it clearly says, I went away for the weekend with right, my friends. Right. So if the person can be out with their friends, why can't the fiance be out with their friends? So I, I can mm. I see it both ways. I guess it's a double standard because it is. it's the same. It's a... For her going out with her friends. They're all female. They're all female. And then for him going out with his colleagues, we're sex. saying it's all women. So right. I see the conflict there, but in his point of view. It's his friends. Correct. But he has Ooh. to also be respectful of how you feel about it. Because you don't know these colleagues. Mm-hmm. We don't know, or the person doesn't know, if they are good people. If they're, you know, ratchets or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so, of course, the fiance felt like the person was overreacting. It was nothing. And the person felt like this is crossing a boundary. It's a reach, but it's also crossing a boundary. And so I wonder sometimes, like, if we're reaching, is that making them feel some sort of way to kind of be like, I'm doing whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure about that. I think that it's nothing that the fiance can do about working with all women, but has to be respectful of his significant other to be like, you know what? My fiance doesn't like this, so... Yes, I work with you, but no, unless it's a work function, I can't go to a concert with you. Mm -hmm. I can't go to these certain places with you because my fiance does not like this and Mm -hmm. she doesn't know you. Who are you? I can see if this was a person that had, and that would be a challenge, so I'm going to even nix that. Like, if they had come to the house of Christmas, nah, you can't come to my house of Christmas. But you see what I'm saying? Like, you Mm -hmm. know them a little bit better. I would invite her. If, If my husband was like, you know, this is my friend. You know what I mean? If this is really your friend, why can't you invite your, if that's really your friend, I, I you know how you've created work relationships. Like I my have, work relationship was also, it was a female. Had it been a right. male, I think it would have been different. I would not have invited. But if that was really your friend, why can't you invite them to the house for Christmas? I, I hear you. I definitely hear you. But I think that is a double standard that exists. 
And so my husband feel like this man is my, is he thinks that I'm his work wife and now he comes to his, his wife house. You know what I mean? So I think that. And therein lies mm-hmm. the problem because yeah. there's these like pseudo mm-hmm. relationships that people husband. create, like work mm-hmm. husband, work wife. Mm-hmm. And not even saying that that's what this Correct. situation is mm-hmm. that they wrote about, but this is what I say to my husband mm-hmm. because I've dealt with something similar to this or what have you, but. What I've said to him is they should know me mm-hmm. and you and you should feel comfortable or enough. Or they should know of you. They should know me mm-hmm. and you should feel comfortable enough either inviting me out with you all as a group mm-hmm. or inviting them to like stuff with us. If that's really your friend. I feel like if that's really your friend. You know what? I feel like if that's really a friendship. Listen. And that's like your homie. Listen. I don't know. Now I'm in a, a, my wine glass is almost done. So I'm going to say, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm going to say, cause it just becomes too much. Like relationships work. It shouldn't be this like, okay, let me think. Hmm. Is this going to be a challenge? Yes, bitch. If you got to think about it, it's a challenge. So mm-hmm. leave it alone. So I'm going to tell you that I don't feel like you were overreacting, but then again, I'm biased because I probably would have reacted in the same way that you have. That you did. And I feel like. I feel like if it is just a friendship. Then. It it would be okay. But. They should be able to. If, if you feel like I can't come. Then I feel like then it's not just a friendship. But the person was on their own trip with their friends. So I, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, um, I'm reading it in bits and pieces. But at the end of the day. Um, the fiance should not be going out to the concert with a woman. He should have went with a damn man, period. Because the woman went out with her friends. And you girls. should not have found That's out it. about it after, after the, the fact. fact. And I couldn't reach you on your phone. Negative. Yeah. Kick rocks. Yeah. You got a problem. So I think that, unfortunately, when it's the same sex and it is a heterosexual couple, this is, you know, it's whatever. You know what I mean? I think that when you do have opposite sexes in there, it does become a little bit more murky. So mm-hmm. it's better to keep the air and the water clean so that we can live in this this world for longer than not. Just leave it on. Why make drama for yourself? Nobody got time for that. I don't have time for the drama. I don't want to curse you out. Like nobody has time for that shit. So what advice would you give her? In order for setting boundaries, what advice would you give our listeners, everybody? So I would say, listen, be upfront again with the fiance about what you feel like the boundary should be. Um, Basically, you don't feel comfortable with the female relationships that he has and that he you do not want him to go to an event without you and his female colleague, period. And ask what he'd like for you to do that. If he's okay with it, which is a lie, we can talk about it. So, yes, it's a no. I think that it's, it's not the right thing to do. It's too much involved, and I think that you should minimize all the drama in your relationship. So, if your fiancé, young man, is listening, you're listening, don't go out with the female colleagues. It's making more drama in your life that you really don't want to deal with. So, don't do it. Mm-mm. All right, so I'm a new mom, I'm a new wife, I'm a fiance, whatever. Mm-hmm. What are some tips for me to be able to set boundaries in the relationships mm-hmm. that I currently have, either friendships or family, or even with my spouse? 
So as a new mom, set boundaries early with your family about the visitation of your new child. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And and stick to those boundaries. Um, and let them know, like, be respectful of my boundaries. I know you have this wisdom having been, you know, um, a parent before, but let me learn on my own while still adhering to some of your wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's a big boundary. I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. I went through a lot of that yeah. with trying to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. That's a big boundary. Yeah. So I would set that boundary. I would set the boundary with my friends that I may have had a um, relationship where, you know, we came and went and supported each other in different ways. Like, hey, our relationship is going to change, but not in a bad way. Um, so I would have that conversation if necessary with your friend, especially if, you know, they were always with you, always at your house. And that changes once you have a small child and a significant other because your time changes, your attention shifts. Right. Um, I will and you also- can't be at every event, but you still no. love them and yeah. support them and care for them. Absolutely. Um, and then I think definitely, you know, family, friends, colleagues and bosses, I think is a whole nother separate conversation. Um. But definitely family and friends just to be able to let you um, grow as a parent, as a person for a while. Um, Yeah. And, you know, you need advice to ask so on and so forth. But, yeah, I definitely would set those boundaries with my family about the child visitation. And then, you know, those meaningful relationships that you feel like you need to have a conversation with them about because things are changing. You should definitely do. And then boundaries in terms of your relationship with your partner or your spouse. Oh, that's a whole nother one. (laughs) I mean, again, it's just being communicative. And then when those boundaries change, like even though you may have said, you know what, I'm okay with the colleague texting you. But when the colleague texts you, you feel differently. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to say, you know what, I thought I was okay with this, but I'm really not. Mm -hmm. So we got to figure it out. You have to be able to articulate um, how you feel to your partner in a way that you hope they will get without, you know, trying to make it seem like, oh, you're insecure, which is what they're going to run on you. It's just the truth. It's just mm-hmm. natural. Um, and so they hear you and respect you. Because I think that um, I, my hope is that the relationship is built on a friendship. So friends listen to each other. You got to listen to your significant other too, um, because they're your friend. They're your best friend. Right. So you just have to be able to be honest and say, I really am not comfortable with this. You know, I don't know why or I know why, but I'm not comfortable. And then that person has to respect it because they're going to maybe come to the table with the same things for you. And they want you to respect it. Can't give and, you know, you can't um, take, take, take and not give. Just doesn't work that way. It doesn't. So this was a really, really great conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure that you reach out to us with any of your comments or your feedback Make sure you follow us at Cause I Said So Pod on Instagram. Also, make sure that you uh, email us any of your questions or your comments at Cause I Said So Pod at gmail.com. And I'm Ty. And this is V. And this is Cause, Cause I, I Said, said So. so.